Hey friends, you're listening to Always Working Mom Podcast, where we believe in community over competition and that all moms are working moms. We will help you learn to balance work, family, mom life, how to handle mom guilt, build a community and create additional income. Most importantly, to help focus less on our differences and more on supporting one another. Because if we can come together on the small things in life, then we can come together on the big issues. I'm your host, Vivian Knox, career mom of two little ones and chips and salsa lover. Hey friends, I am so excited to get to hang out with you again. Um, Before I jump in and introduce who will be on the episode today, I wanted to take a minute and just check in with you guys and make sure y'all have listened to the first three or four episodes that are already live out right now where you listen to podcasts. If you haven't, I highly recommend jumping in on episode number two. It's with Pat Connor, and it really sets um, the tone and really explains kind of what this podcast is all about and what this community is. And and it really is a community. Um, You're going to go ahead and want to hit subscribe, um, tell your friends, and then get plugged in on our Instagram account and social media, um, our email list as well, because we have a few surprises that will be... um, unpacking shortly, and I can't wait to get you guys more involved. Okay, so on today's episode, we will be having Christine, uh, my sweet friend and neighbor, on, and she is a 100% stay-at-home mom. No side hustle, no part-time gig, 100% stay-at-home mom. And guess what? She's still a working mom. Can I get an amen? She works just like all of us moms, 24-7. So I wanted to sit down and get her perspective on just life and day-to-day things that she's got going on and, and share those. One of the biggest ways she's impacted me is just her perspective and advice on mom dating. Um, and so I can't wait uh, for y'all to hear from her and what that means and just how I love our friendship. We are different types of working moms, and yet we are both working moms. So let's just dive on in. Hey, friend. Hi. I am so excited to sit down and talk with you today. For those that don't know you, Christine, like just give us your kind of who Christine is. Okay, perfect. Well, um, first of all, I am a wife. Um, my husband, Cliff, we've been married 14 years and I am a mom to two girls. I have a six and a half year old daughter, Cozy. She's in first grade and I have a daughter, Lottie. She's four and a half and she goes to preschool, um, just twice a week for a few hours. So yeah, there's just the four of us in our little family and uh, just a little bit about, um, I guess how we got here to Texas and our family. I grew up in Utah Mm -hmm. and I met my husband um, during college. I was just, I was getting my bachelor's in social work and he had just transferred colleges and was starting his pre-med classes. So Mm. that took us down our next 10 year journey. (laughs) So um, I worked, I 
always worked full-time while he um, went to school. Mm -hmm. Um, We ended up moving to Des Moines, Iowa to go to medical school. Mm -hmm. So we spent four years there. And while we were there is kind of when we started our um, getting really serious about trying to start a family and have kids. Right. That didn't really start for us until about that fourth year in medical school. Mm -hmm. I finally did get pregnant and... We were super excited. We kind of finished our last, the hardest year of medical school and had a baby that year. So, Oh my goodness. It was super fun and exciting for us. We just wanted it so bad. You yeah. know, so many people deal with infertility, um, yes. I think, issues. So for us, it just had felt like forever. So yeah, I think I knew all along I wanted to stay home um, and be with her. So mm-hmm. it was kind of, a, that was a transition, but was sad to leave the work yeah. place, but I was also super excited to have her. So I decided to stay home, and our journey took us to Chicago for three years after that for a residency. Oh, man. So, yes. Um, we actually loved it there. I was able to have um, our second daughter while we were in residency. Um, I think looking back, I always tell people Chicago winters, <laughs> those three years being a stay-at-home mom were probably the hardest. Yeah of the journey so far (laughs) just depressing and cold and were you trapped in the house trapped in the house for you know yeah days it felt like so from Chicago we came to Texas and we couldn't be more excited to get new warm weather yeah yes you got warm (laughs) yes so we've been here for a little over three years and we have loved it yeah. We love everything about Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so, so glad you're here. Yes. Because you're my neighbor. Yes. And I think we live, and I know I've said this before, are we on the best street ever? I think so. Um, and so I'm just thankful that I got to live with such a cool and nice mom like you. Yes, we love it. This community is is awesome. Okay, so I so you're a stay-at-home mom. Yes. And what's funny is when I asked you to come over to record this you're like I don't know if I'll be as interesting as like (laughs) the other moms that you're having on and I just internally laugh because I find you very interesting number one um number two do you think like a lot of stay-at-home moms feel that way like that they're not like interesting like why do you feel like you're not interesting enough to like talk yeah that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) I mean we all are interesting I totally believe that everyone has their story to tell Mm -hmm. and um, interesting in that part I guess there are so many moms who are stay-at-home moms but have that like side hustle Mm -hmm. or that career and I guess I haven't found that for me other than just my kids Mm mm-hmm so that might be why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thoroughly love it. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't feel guilty about it. And I don't good. Yeah. Um, look at it and think down on myself. Right. I guess just more as a listener. I think the only time I feel guilty that there's a little bit of guilt at being a stay-at-home mom is at the end of the week, if I've like maybe played too much, had many, too many like lunch dates Mm -hmm. and my husband says you know I have no clean underwear do you (laughs) think you could do some laundry I think that's when kind of the guilt comes in yeah and I'm like okay it's time to rebalance right it's time to like readjust (laughs) you know but I mean to me that's it's only been a personal 
um, guilt. Yeah. But I've not ever let outside oh, that's um, good. guilt come in. No, that's good. I think only we know what we're doing in a day <clears throat> too. Yeah. So, I mean, no one knows what my day actually look like looks like but myself. Amen. You know? And I mean, not that there hasn't been days that I haven't sat around and watched TV probably too much. Right. But <laughs> most of the time, never. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like maybe I'll sit down and maybe read for forty five minutes in a in a whole day, but I think routine is one of the most important things for stay at home moms to it, have. Yeah. So how did you develop yours? I mean, trial and error a little bit yeah. too, but I am, I don't say no to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of one of those people that, hence I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't say no to a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I am kind of a yes person. I love like new experiences and doing stuff, but I'm a, I'm a structured person. I like that. That's why mm-hmm. I like to work so much. Um, I love interacting and talking to people. Mm-hmm. So I know that like my routine, I need interaction with other moms yeah. and I need to get out there. So um, I try to have like cleaning schedules as mm-hmm. far as like, hey, in the morning, throw a thing of laundry in. So that's like getting done and do one clean thing a day. Mm-hmm. And then I like to have like different activities set up for you know, for now it's just for Lottie, but Mm -hmm. like Thursdays we go to yoga at the library every Thursday. It's something for us to get out and do. Plus I get to meet other moms and there's other people there to like talk to or interact with. I set up lots of play dates. Mm -hmm. Um, I set up lots of, you know, play dates that are for the kids, but the moms get to hang out too, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you got to have that like routine and you just find other moms that love what you do too Mm -hmm. you know I have one mom who loves to go walking with me in the morning so Mm -hmm. that's something that we can get up and go do together you know I want to talk about what you've talked about before about like mom dating um I feel like in the street that we lived we live on yes you've said and a lot of us are career moms we work whether full-time or part-time or whatnot and um I, I want to be intentional about having relationships with all moms, right? Right. And um, and that's one thing that I love about you. I love a lot of things about you. But I love that you're a stay-at-home <laughs> mom and that you're different than I am, right? We're wired right. different. <clears throat> excuse me. We're wired differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we're both moms. We both live in the suburbs. You know, we both kind of have similar, like, values and sure. and just personality. So we, we get a, along well, right? Yeah. Um, that is not the norm, right, in other communities. on the Like, on your street, you're not friends with, like, everyone. On our street, I feel like all of us on the cul-de-sac, you know – are really close with one another right. from a neighbor perspective yeah. um, and even friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, we just support one another. Our kids, you know, play with one another and we as moms get to hang out with one another and right. kind of do life. Um, I mean, I think for stay at home moms and I think for working moms, I mean, making friends isn't easy. No. I don't think it's easy. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think <clears throat> it comes natural for a lot of people mm-hmm. too. And I think I have learned a lot through medical school and through residency and living here, not having family around that Mm -hmm. you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, 
and I always call it mom dating. I mean, I still remember in medical school meeting, we were at the opening ceremonies of medical school and meeting a wife of one of the people and getting her number and inviting her to Cheesecake Factory. And we call that like, we still laugh about that being like our first date together, you know, and like just getting to know each other. Um, I remember in Chicago, the first girl I met, like, there wasn't a lot of people from church that I really related to. So mm-hmm. I had a little eight-month-old baby, and I signed her up for a music class. I mean, she didn't need that music <laughs> class personally. Right. But I needed it. I needed to be able to go meet friends. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I remember asking a mom for her number, inviting her over for lunch, and being nervous, and yeah. what are we going to talk about? And, I mean, seven years later, I mean, she's my best friend friend yeah you know and because I met her she introduced 10 more moms to me you know that became friends and that's how I got through three years of residency was with these moms I think it's the same with our street like our community I mean I moved in and I mean I mean not even a month later you and a lot of the other ladies invited me and my husband over for the Cinco de Mayo yeah, yes, potluck, right? Yes. And you invited the kids all stayed, I think, at your house. Mm-hmm. But it was perfect. I mean, just to be welcomed, it just takes, like, one person to, like, open up, and it yeah. just kind of filters. Because you invited me to that party, I got to meet Brooke, and I got to yeah. meet Mindy and Chris, you know? Like, yeah. I got to meet all these other moms, and it's we all have stuff in common. We I do, mean, yeah. It's just being willing to like start that, start that conversation, start that relationship, I guess. Yes. Being okay <laughs> with being awkward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're all feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I um, probably am the one of the most socially awkward people because when people moved into the cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. I would introduce myself and say, hey, I walked, we built our home right okay. here. And so I would walk into other people's homes for candy across the street, for example, and be like, I love the choices that you made in your tile and the granite and all the things. And they're probably thinking, you are a weirdo. You know what I mean? But it's like, I didn't know what else to say, to say, like, I didn't know what the right words were to say. And that's okay, you know, just to be you and to be me is just to be awkward and just be like, yeah, I'm the weirdo that went into your house while I was being built and stalked your home, (laughs) you know, and I did like what you picked. So I'm going to give you a compliment on that and just start the conversation there and just being okay with that, right? Being okay with being awkward. Yes. And just like you said, like you, you were okay with asking that other spouse, like, for her phone number yes. to go out to eat. Like you yeah. have to be okay with putting yourself out there. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm usually the one that does that. So I always you appreciate are, yeah. it when there's another mom who does that for me, yeah. you know, takes off that awkwardness because yeah. we kind of all. <laughs> yeah. Which I felt, which is funny because you brought up the single de Mayo thing. I felt like for, with you, I, I think I was riding my bike and mm. I was very awkward and I couldn't get up the little hill to get into <laughs> the cul-de-sac and I'm like yeah. breathing really heavily and you're like, hey, and, and, yeah. and yeah, I think you um, had just moved in, you mm-hmm. know, and so, um, yeah, I'm just thankful that like your personality along with a, a lot of the other neighbors' personalities have been just being okay with putting yourself out there and right. trying to make 
the relationships because we don't yeah. all have to be besties no. right like but no. we obviously live on the same street we obviously have kids around the same age and right. we're moms at the end of the day we all know that growing going to the grocery store with kids under the age of five is difficult right, right. and it can be a ninja warrior task so yeah I just love that like at the end of the day that foundation is the same amongst all of us right I mean that's how we kind of get through what would you say then like as your experience because you moved around um Mm -hmm. quite a bit um like tips for other moms whether they're stay-at-home moms like you career moms side hustlers just what would you say if they're already in an established neighborhood and they're like okay well you know I'm already in my neighborhood you know how do I now go meet people Susie next door or whomever like what would you what advice would you give them I guess just to be present put yourself out there whether that means if I mean if it's your neighbor that you want to go meet Mm -hmm. be outside Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like look for them most likely they'll come out at some point say hi if you're brave enough make some cookies and just go introduce yourself I mean yeah Maybe they're going to go in the trash, probably, because they don't know you. <laughs> but who cares? You yeah. at least introduced yourself. Yes. I mean, if it's not along your street, I mean, for here, us and mm-hmm. in our community, our school district is really small, mm-hmm. right? So get to the school. I mean, most likely you're going to meet neighbors right. at the school. So mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable, you know, on your street, go to lunch with your kid once a week. I go to lunch with Cozy once a week. I meet so many moms Mm -hmm. in that like 35 minutes of lunch and they live around us. Right. You know, they're part of our, our community. Yeah. So. I don't know if you, you think this of yourself, but I find you to be a very outgoing person. Do you think that of yourself? Are you outgoing or you, do you feel like you're introverted? I think I am outgoing. Mm -hmm. I think I have learned to be outgoing Mm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in Utah, the first four years of marriage, I had family there. I had had friends there from childhood. Mm-hmm. I didn't put myself out there. I think living away, I have had to. Yeah. Like, it is lonely if you don't have friends and you don't have family. Yes. You know? Yeah. Probably the first six months living in Chicago were the loneliest for me. Mm. I had medical school. I worked. Right. So I had that like people interaction. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. I had that work interaction, Mm -hmm. but I also inserted myself into the stay at home mom group Mm -hmm. too. Not in that like forceful way in that I didn't have kids, not by choice. I was, we were trying, but I also did. I wanted to be their friend. Right. So and they wanted to be mine too, but where do you kind of meet? So the days I didn't work, I went to the play date. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a kid, but I still went. You still right. have to put yourself out there. And right. it's, it's kind of a little bit nerve-wracking maybe the first couple times, but then you just form these real friendships. Yeah. And their kids become your kids and you just all of each other, mm-hmm. you know? Was it a natural process then when you moved um, here to Texas? Like, how? where was your first place to make <clears throat> friends? Was it in the neighborhood? Because you weren't in this neighborhood yet. Right. So actually here in Texas, I think I met a lot of friends through church. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a place where I was able to make friends where that wasn't the case in my past right. um, areas. Actually, the first 
couple weeks I lived here. I was at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. This is so random. <laughs> we were in the play area and I just started talking to a dad that was in there. Mm-hmm. Turned out that his little guy and um, my youngest had the exact same birthdays. They were all really random. Yeah. He just thought that was so cool. So he like, he left the play area and brought his wife in to meet me. <laughs> Her name was Lori. So we started talking and she invited me to her Bible study group. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was just in the first two weeks. And so I went to Bible study group and met a dozen ladies once a week. Just from there, I mean, I I stayed in that group for about a year. And still a lot of those ladies are still my friends. I don't see them on a weekly basis, but um, I see them at the school now and I see them just out and about so oh that's awesome I mean it's just funny how just one person can really lead to a group I I I think it goes back again to just being okay with putting yourself out there being okay with having conversations and I feel like we tell our kids this like a lot of times like I'll tell you know my two kids like when they go to school if you see someone sitting by yourself themselves at lunch or if they're not playing with anyone like I want you to go up to them and introduce yourself you know and right. you don't have to be super like best friends with them but you know just be kind and have this like actionable plan to include them with your friends right right but yet I'm hesitant to follow that advice as an adult right like I will second guess myself like should I introduce myself to that person like oh I like their t-shirt like if I'm at Chick-fil-a or whatever I have another friend that has a Chick-fil-a conversation um we have a mutual friend that you met at my house, Ashley, that lives by us. Yes. So she met one of her very closest friends at Chick-fil-A because she was wearing AM, you know, paraphernalia, whatever. Sure. And yeah. um, the friend saw them and was like, Oh, I went to AM too. And da 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 da. They hit yeah. it off, right? Yeah. Again, it's just like being okay with mom dating, with right. with just, you know, pickup lines that are just, hey. Yeah. I saw your house when it was being built. Hey, I like your t-shirt. You know, (laughs) when's your kid's birthday? You know, just having these, you know, mom dating pickup lines and making relationships as adults. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Being okay putting yourself out there. But I think another side of that is being okay when it doesn't always happen. Yeah. Too. Okay. Tell me about that. I mean, that's going to happen, right? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Because there's going to be moms that you might not click with, and there's going to be moms that just aren't interested. I mean, I'm sure there are some moms who don't need a big play group, Mm -hmm. you know, five Mm -hmm. times a week. I mean, I'm the mom that needs that. But there are other moms who don't need that. Yeah. They're okay. Like, they need more alone time and stuff. And just still respecting that, Mm -hmm. still... I guess, including them and inviting them and being okay when they say no. Right. And I mean, even for me, I have to remember that I can say no too right. to some of those things. And some of those days I need um, to say no. Yeah. <laughs> and balance. Of course. that, But it's not a personal thing, just what we need that week or right. what's making us tick right. <laughs> in that moment. I want to know, how can I support you? Like, what can I do as a career mom to support you you know what I mean like I I don't want it to be like hey you help me you know what I mean like I want to go into more friendships and I think that's what a lot of us want is like to offer that support yeah I think the number one thing we can do for each other is just to not judge each other for the choice 
I guess that we yeah. make. Yeah. Um, and I heard a quote um, this week. Actually, it said, "Just to assume the good and doubt the bad." Mm. And I loved that. Yeah. And I think it relates a lot to us as moms. I mean, assume the good. We're always, we're all doing our best. Yeah. You know, we're all doing what we think is good. Yeah. For our kids. And I love the second part is just doubt the bad. I mean, it's not always what it looks like. Right. You know, you don't know what type of day that person is having, what they're going through. I mean, everyone's going through something. Yeah. Right. At all times. So. Yes. I mean, I think that's the most important thing that we can, we can do for each other and then just be friends with each other too. And if you genuinely like have that friendship you'll make it work with right. your working and I'm at home we get together at night then yes. I mean, you know yeah. I mean you just find the time to make that work mm-hmm. and I mean it's part of like what balances me is the support for my husband mm-hmm. that I can leave at night yes. you know he's willingness to like put the kids to bed and do that for me so that I can go to my book club once a month and so mm-hmm. that I can go to a movie or go to dinner with you know, my friends that are working that right. I don't get to see during the day. Right. So. Okay. So I want to know then, I want to go a little deeper if yeah. you're okay with it. Sure. How can I personally help, <laughs> help you? Like right now, like can, do you need an hour to go to the grocery store by yourself? Do you, you know what I mean? Like I want to know like an actionable thing as an, like for me to do. Yeah. I mean, I think those right now, Vladi is in preschool, you know, so I really try those three hours that she's there is when I try to do a lot of like my errands and stuff. But I mean, there's always something during the week. Right. It's always nice to like, that's one thing about being a stay at home mom is there's, you can't do anything without a lot of interruptions. Uh, Right. Yeah. I mean, the day is full of ups and downs all day long. So even if there's a, something like mopping my floor, which mm-hmm. would take me maybe 20 minutes if I could just do it in yeah. one streak. I guess helping with Lottie is always like just for like one hour so I could like yes. get something done. I don't know what that one thing would be, but just so I can like do it without right. an interruption. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, those are like the things that help, I think, the most. Yes. I would um, agree. On the day to day (laughs) yeah okay well I love it yeah (laughs) I think for an example for me because I just want to have these like open conversations like to encourage people not only to go out and make friends you know and make Mm -hmm. friends with a diverse group of moms but then to like really put kindness into action right like I feel like we're always like oh be kind and do this and that and then but what does it look like actionably like realistically for me I I I think like oh it would it was nice when i had help from friends that were more either available being that they worked from home or they stayed home full time um to go and pick up my kid and take him to jogging club right because sure. that's you know at the school mhm um if i'm working they would have had to have gone to an extended daycare program or something like that and so there's a part of me that would feel you know guilty like oh my kid is missing out on the after school activity, you know, this week we're having a grandparents day ice cream at three forty-five. Yeah, you know, if I were in the office, I would either have to like take off for that or like arrange somehow the kids to go to that and then get taken back to daycare or whatever. Right. And so um, I think 
it would be so beautiful to see just like all these moms supporting one another and being like, Hey, how can I, how can I help you, you know, fill the gaps? How can I help you, um, do a chore? How can I help you, you know, do X, Y, Z and, and being comfortable with asking for help. Right. Right. Cause I think yeah. that's also really hard is like, I will just be like, Oh yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I won't say, well, you know what? I'm feeling guilty that, you know, my kid can't go to jogging club cause I'm at work, but we need, I, I chose to work, you know? Yeah. So anyways, like I just think like being able to develop friendships um, and sometimes it is easier when they're, they are those friendships in the community, in yes. your neighborhood, your kids go to the same school, like, right? Like you're already doing that same type of routine, yeah. like picking up one extra kid or doing X, Y, Z right. isn't going to be like this huge burden that I think we make out to be in our heads. Mm-hmm. So being okay with asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. And just supporting each other. Yeah. Like you said, with the kids. I mean, it's my oldest just started riding the bus. We were talking about that earlier. I mean, it's just, hey, if I'm not outside and you see her, making sure she gets home. You know what I mean? Like helping each other in that way of like um, watching out for each other's kids, whether it's at school, whether it's in our neighborhood, whether it's getting off the bus or jogging club, like just it takes a village. I mean, they say that, right? It takes a village to raise our kids and it and it does yeah it does well I love this like I hope that this conversation you know kind of helps people to go and and make friends and I'm really thankful that you said yes yes (laughs) coming and talking about this because I'm thankful for our relationship and just our friendship and being in the same street in the same neighborhood and everything me too oh well thanks for talking today Yes, thank you for having me. So fun. (laughs) Y'all, I love Christine. I am so thankful that we're not only friends, but we're neighbors. Um, What did you guys think? I mean, she really has impacted me with her mom dating advice. To me, she seems super outgoing, but I love that she shared that it's been something to be learned, right? Like you have to put yourself out there over and over again, and you have to try. So let's think of it as exercising, which I very much don't like, but the more and more you do something, the more and more your your muscles will remember, and the more and more you'll get better at it. Not perfect, but better. So we're going to do this together. We are going to challenge one another to mom date. Whether you've been living in your same community for 20, 30 years, or you've just moved, whatever the case is, let's start small. Go on your street. Find a mom. You are going to put yourself out there and make the first move. You are going to introduce yourself to them in some way. And don't forget, we're all awkward. We're all feeling weird. So it's okay. And for one of the most awkward people ever, I'm giving you permission to be weird. Okay? Now remember that... You're going to have to be okay if it doesn't happen. So don't be attached to the outcome, right? Like they might not be interested. You might not be interested later. No matter what the outcome, you have to be okay if either party says, no thanks, and that's still good, right? So let's get to meeting people and starting these relationships in real life, Let's do this together. And if you're super scared about doing this, you're definitely going to want to stay around for next week's episode because, well, well, you're just going to have to stay around. 
we're going to give you some extra tips and we're going to get really close really fast. So until next time, guys. Thanks for listening to the show today. I'm Vivian Knox, and you've been listening to Always Working Mom. Visit alwaysworkingmom.com for show notes, resources, and more info. Find us on Instagram at alwaysworking underscore mom. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, drop us a review, and share with your friends. You can send us an email on topics you would like to hear about at alwaysworkingco at gmail.com. Music is provided by Kabbalistic Village titled Funky Vibes. See you next time.